Hello everyone, welcome to Three Northern Boys podcast, episode 48. Wow. 14 bro, 14. 40, sorry, why didn't you just say that then? I said 14. 14. <laughs> yeah, there you Season go. 14. Season and, uh, two. I didn't think we'd done that many, season 2. Yeah. Uh, Anthony and Rob are here as usual. Hello, Hello boys. Hello, Hello. Rich. Good morning or good afternoon, wherever anyone is in the yeah, world. Yeah, whenever you're listening in the world, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. There you go. I think that covers well, it. Well, we're in the evening now, so they'll say good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> good evening. Yeah, so boys, everybody all right? Yeah, yeah good, good. Good. Doing all right. Enjoyed enjoyed the football uh, over the last weekend. Was Did you think it was uh, exciting? Yeah, there's a lot of penalties, weren't there, the week at the weekend? Not half. In, in the big games. Yeah. Well, all the big sides, the top three, kind of won the games in very close margins. City had a debatable penalty that they got. Um, Chelsea managed to survive Leeds just just penalties. with a penalty in the injury time. And yeah. we we obviously got that penalty. But to be fair, we, we were all over them till the last 10 yeah. minutes. Or once they score, once we scored, they seem to like actually attack and do a bit more. But I don't, yeah. I don't think we were ever unduly worried by the obviously the Allison. Well, we're error. going to talk about the game in a minute. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. I apologise. Yeah, don't get carried away. Sorry. Going out to that City penalty, by the way. Um, who thinks it was a penalty? And or what do you was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? I have no idea because I did. I haven't seen it, so I can't. You haven't seen it. No. I thought it was a soft penalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sitting on the fence. It wasn't a penalty because it hit him in the armpit. That one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember which one it is now. So I'm trying to get them mixed up with the Chelsea game. That yeah. one was not a penalty. Mm. No, it hit him right the. It was under it. Under he had his armpit. That was down. So. Oh, that can be a penalty, I don't understand, but apparently they should have got one in the first half, which you didn't see. Yeah, uh, to be honest, the, the one that they didn't get was definitely a penalty, yeah. But it shouldn't be in a situation where the the referee's got his mind, oh, well, I need to even it out because he didn't get the first one. Yeah, no, no, that's true. You've got to be, you've got to look, you've got to be impartial, isn't it? An impartial thing, rules. and so yeah, does the... the uh, to even things to, to follow the rules no, exactly they've got to play down the middle haven't they and be impartial you can't give a penalty just because you didn't give another one it just doesn't work like that but we'll co- I'll come on to the officiating in our game in a minute but well, overall of this weekend's games then uh, what would you rate the referees uh, officiating out of 10 who's going first it doesn't matter. It's you. Oh, I think there were some big games where I thought the referee was. It's like the Liverpool game. Were on the well, can I listen to it on the radio more now? And on the radio, they said, "Oh, Villa should have had a penalty." And then when you watch it, when I watched it back on match of the day, all the highlights on whatever it was, um, they said when you watch it at different angles, it wasn't a penalty. He got the ball. So, it's kind of like, I think, whichever 
pun, pundits are doing the the commentary, or they kind of like kind of sways it a bit, I think. But some of the games, yeah, I thought the Leeds and the Chelsea game, the amount of people that could have been sent off in that game. <laughs> um, it was a really, you know, rough and ready game, but that's what you expect with the Leeds Chelsea games of, of old. Um, so, but yeah, mixed. Yeah, it's really poor in some games and really good in others. What would you give them out of 10 then? Out of 10? Mm. Six. Six. Rob, what would you give them out of 10? I'd be like one below Ant 5. The referee in our game was shocking. We could have had about three penalties before we even got one. Um, I thought he was terrible. The guy at Chelsea wasn't much better. Like Andy said, there could have been a couple of sendings off. A couple, like one of Chelsea's penalties were, was a bit harsh, but then the Leeds players shouldn't have been diving in, doing stupid tackles like Rafinha did and the other yeah. guys. So technically they probably were both penalties. But, and the City game again, it's always these controversial moments in it where stuff either gets given or not and you bring VAR in to supposedly help oh. the referees out and then they... Yeah. They don't seem to agree I, I, either. Yeah, I think with the VAR, and I think it's what frustrates a lot of people. It's like the City game, that penalty where it hit him on, hit him on the armpit. It wasn't handball. Is that they can be really good? They were really good the previous weekend. I thought VAR and the referee decisions and how they used VAR and how VAR helped. But this weekend, just gone. It was like the the worst it's been for a while. Mm. I thought it didn't help. Like. They could have quite easily realised that that uh, penalty that City got given wasn't a penalty. You could see it. It wasn't a penalty. Mm. And how they checked it and said, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can basically say that, uh, or my opinion is anyway, I don't know what you guys think, but the VAR is starting to actually show the frailties of referees in in the leagues, I suppose, Oh well, if we take just England, English football, it's actually showing the the poor, the poor displays of referees that are in the English game at the moment. Yeah, what what Sorry. I don't understand is about with VAR. It's only in the Premier League. I think you've got, and it, I heard something on talk. Uh, there was a conversation on Talksport where you've got some leagues in the English tier in English football, like the Championship, for example. How much money is riding on them teams in the Championship to survive and to get promoted in the Premier League? And they don't have it. That is probably the more important league to have VAR because it, it's, 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 you know, it's a lot at stake for these clubs to, you know, for survival and, and, and how they, you know, can survive for years and all that stuff. And if they don't have it, how can you have VAR in the Premier League but not in the Championship? Mm. Or Elite Two, maybe getting relegated from the football mm. league into the into the conference is a big thing. And when you've got decisions not going well in them leagues, cause I think there was quite a few bad decisions in the championship. Where if VAR was involved, it might have swayed it the other way. Well, so, to me, I think, um, oh sorry, bro, sorry. Go on. you go, on, go ahead. No, to me, um, English football's uh, officiating is the worst in Europe in my opinion. And you, you look at it in the Champions League, how much better it is in the Champions League compared to yeah. Uh, yeah. the Premier League. I think the Premier League is one of the worst officiated leagues in the world. I think we've got, well, if not, we've well, got definitely some Europe. very good referees, but there's not enough of them. 
and and it's so frustrating when you have a good official in you know one week and then the next week it's completely the opposite and it's it's not great at all. Okay. You have got some really good British referees, but can you name can you name any British referees that you think you not anymore? Not anymore. I know there's one or two and I can't remember what the names are. Stuart Hartwell's probably one of the worst. I think he officiated our game on Saturday. I think I can't think of any good refs. Are there any good refs these days? I don't know in England. I don't. I don't there feel. Must, there must be I don't some. feel from the performances that I've seen that there's any referees that give you a consistent. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? But VAR is meant to be there to help the refs because the refs can't do everything. They can't see everything. Yeah, but I think that's the problem as well. That the people that are in the studio looking at the videos. Uh, I think they're actually having a poor judgment as well as what the decision should be. Well, it's hard, so isn't it? Sorry, Rich. When it's hard, you're looking at something slowed down to like really, really slow speed, whereas the ref's seeing it at super high speed. Yeah. And it's an instant reaction. And that's the why they brought VAR in to like obviously improve it. But it's hard to tell when you slow things down if it's if that makes it tough as well. I think. Yeah, I think when it comes to very difficult decisions, the ones that are tricky for anybody, I, mm. that's understandable. The, we watch television cameras when we watch it on TV. We can see it. What's mm. going on? We know that we can see it's onside. Or yeah. we know we can see it's onside. We're just watching but, it on television. They're watching it on the screen with all different camera angles. There was even one decision, I think it was in the Everton game, maybe. Uh, not the weekend, but the during the week. And uh, Was it the offside? Have, I can't remember what it was, but they, did, they said they didn't have the camera angle for it, but they actually showed the different camera angles on the television that we were watching. So it's kind of like, what, what are you doing? We can see these things ourselves, and we can see that it's not a penalty or it's not a handball. Well, yeah, they're given in it. Mm. So, you know what I mean? It, I think that comes down to the people that are uh, using the video uh, equipment. Yeah. But, yeah, there's some rules, though, I think, that are not helping the game. But, like, the offside rule, when it's like... It's like a toe, mm. you know? You know, when the player's, like, body and his knee and everything else is on the side. And I think it was one... To, and obviously, I'm not an Everton fan, as, as we all know. We're none of us Everton fans, and we quite enjoy the, the misery sometimes. But I think there was one of them goals that like, they got disallowed. Yeah, the head wasn't. And it's like, yeah. how could that really, that is offside? It's not offside. It's no. like, it's like he's... You know, it must be it's ridiculous. And they didn't check it properly as well. Mm. And you're right. So I think... Um, it's just so inconsistent, both the and the refs. Um, definitely. Anyway, going on to uh, Aston Villa, Liverpool, and Anfield. A 1 0 win against Steven Gerrard's uh, Claren Blue Army. <laughs> Sounds weird saying that. Yeah, it does. Um, strange. Is he got a slightly muted standing ovation when he came onto the pitch before the start of the game? Um, before the match started, obviously all this hype around him coming back. Uh, were you that interested, or was it not 
was it something that you were really looking forward to? Intriguing team come back, but to me, once the game starts, you just want Liverpool to win. You don't care who, who you're playing or who's the manager. You don't give a damn. And I was just like, all this hype and stuff, I was just like, I don't care. Just want us to beat Villa and I'm not really that bothered about Steven Gerrard being the manager or not. That's just my opinion. I'm quite happy. I just want us to win and that's it, really. All hype. Yeah, I, I can't agree with what Rob said. I think, you know, he, he, I thought he got a good reception. Uh, and I was, you know, I'm happy to see him in the Premier League because I think he is really, I think he's showing already that he can manage it, you know, at a good level. Um, but you're right, as soon as you that ball, is that as soon as that ball's kicked, you you want him. To, you're quite happy if he lost badly, to be honest. <laughs> um, but but then when you step away from the Villa Liverpool, you know head to heads, I want him to do well. Um, I, I want him to learn management in the in English in the in the English football side of things. Um, you know, quick quickly because I think I do believe that he will replace Klopp at the. Uh, at the end of Klopp's time? Um, obviously, uh, being the scouser himself, uh, it was quite ironic the Aston Villas fans were singing Feed the Scousers. Oh, every team does it. I'm <laughs> sick of it. They can't come <laughs> up with any original themes, like songs, like sing about your own team, for God's sake. Yeah. But ridiculous. Isn't it quite a funny thing that their manager's scouser? Oh, I know. Sick it's about. ridiculous. Every club, every do, team does that. Some fans just don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just it doesn't make any sense. Does the it? irony in it, the irony of the songs they sing when they've got a manager who's yeah. from Liverpool. Yeah, it's just ir- ironic and it's funny. Sing all and these the songs. And is one of the peri- one of the poorest places for like job redundancies in the UK as well. So mm. I think it's uh, well done, Aston Villa fans. Yeah, <laughs> I think it it's when you see. Uh, I'm a bit. I'm, I'm word this right because so I'm <laughs> being honest. Is when you see people who say like die-hard fans, and then it's it's all of a sudden not going their way, and they're 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 out the they're out the out the gate, gone. Uh, and that could be a reflection of who the manager is and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, if I think if I was Steven Gerrard, I'd be a bit annoyed. I think I'd make oh, yeah. at least yeah. to the fans and say why, why, why are you singing these things when you know I'm your manager and that's where I come from. Yeah, sing like, about you're sing just about being your so own disrespectful. Thing. Yeah, you know maybe then the fans would listen to him and pay attention and take it on board. Yeah, Sadly. I think he's done quite well of like a diversion of of his links to Liverpool. I think he's handled the media side of that well, and then you go and get the fans singing. Yeah. It's not great, is it? Well, you think he's the only teams he's lost to so far are us and Man City, innit? That's it, mm. so far. Okay. Yeah. He's done well. Out so of six games. Could do with him beating, beating Chelsea at some point and City as well. That'd be all right. <laughs> so going on to the game itself, um, start off with Anthony. Were, were you surprised with the... From three, that it was No, not really, because I think um, obviously we had the Champions League game, didn't we? Um, and it's a busy period, isn't it? 
Um, and Salah's obviously still started, didn't he? With Mane started as well, didn't he? Yeah. And then Rodrigo, wasn't it? No, Oxley Chamberlain up front, wasn't it? Ox, that was it. Yeah. As a false nine, count. I should say. As yeah. A... No, I'm, do you know what? I'm happy, I, I'm always happy to see uh, Ox starting. Um, and I know he was he didn't have as much impact as the other games where he's come on or he started in midfield. Surprised him as centre forward, but I think you know he could quite do he could do that role, but I don't think he's ready yet for it. He's yeah. done that before in pre-season, hasn't he? And I know he played a couple of times in pre-season there, but I think that he was just a... that was just because Origi was had a knock and Jota was not hundred percent. And obviously, why he, think... he only came on I later. Think... It was either him or Minamino, wasn't it? It's got to be. Mm. Uh, but one I like to see though when he's back, when he's back fit though, when he's you know match ready and everything sharp, is maybe Curtis Jones if we ever need to to try someone there, someone new, uh, maybe play him in that role. Well, the least thing when we play these teams at home that sit very sit tight uh, on the penalty area. Um, don't you think that maybe playing with a false nine is not a great option? I think it's just Klopp trying something different, seeing what 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 would work, and it, I, I don't think it worked the way he wanted it to work. Because obviously, once bad. it was all right, we had chances, but when Jota came on, he gave us that bit of something different, and he should have scored yeah. really with that chance he had. I think with with Jota though, like like so for me, you know, is the press is very good. I think. Very yeah, well, I think we were getting the press from Chamberlain, but his natural instincts isn't to get that high up the pitch. No, he's no, better he's... coming from deep, any from the midfield, mm. like he did against yeah. Milan for the for the first goal for Salah's goal. When you have such a deep line, tight midfield and defence as they have these teams, you, I think you need a attacking three that yeah. step up the pitch and naturally look to be on the line of the defenders. Because I think if one drop starts dropping into midfield, then you've only got two yeah. against the back four. It's a lot three. harder, isn't it? You need that guy, yeah. get another guy it's in there to help. To yeah. I feel a bit sorry for Minamino, though. He's not really had... You think with the thingy, them two being out, he'd actually get a game, but he didn't even get a game, did he, on Saturday, no. which is strange. And he, his, his goal record this season, or, he, or the impact he's had in the games, he, the minutes he has played, has been very good. Well, to me, uh, you just got to give him a chance. Don't know why he just didn't play. Maybe he had a knockout or an injury, but you'd have thought he'd have started yeah, him against. A very difficult, difficult player to judge from game to game. Yeah. I think you get the, in a mood in a mood where he's really good at really happy to play, and then there's other times I think he just looks as though he's lost. Mm, he's not yeah. really doesn't really know what he's going to do. He's a bit up and down, <laughs> consistency wise. Yeah. Do you think that there's a couple of players like likes of Minamino, and even if it's a good deal came in for Origi, that these couple of these players who were Klopp's can't. I'm not not saying not saying Origi because I don't Klopp likes Origi and he and he's. I was surprised that he's stacked that they showed at the weekend. On when he's come off the bench, he's got like a goal every ninety minutes. Mm. Um, but you, you not think that maybe the likes of Minamino and Origi and a, a few others there could be used as transfer bait to get some funds to improve, bring in, you know, other players maybe. I yeah, think I so. Think 
Yeah, well, I, I think, think yeah, I think I think Klopp's trying to pimp out Origi, saying why is nobody coming for him? How look at how good he is. I'm surprised nobody's bought him. So I think he's like kind of going, come on then, make a bid, come on. You could. Would you see the likes in someone like Newcastle going for Origi? Well, there's rumours they well, have. That's one of the rumours, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but they've Newcastle. said Liverpool have said he's not going anywhere till the summer. I don't think. Yeah, no, I think the thing with a lot of the players that right stocks rise and fall, don't they? Mm. And yeah. uh, when when they're not involved, then obviously people look at it and think, well, is he really that good? Well, that's the thing. In a runner form like he is, then yeah. you can cash in on him and. Well, in, isn't it the right time to sell him? Well, in where? theory, he's fifth choice, isn't he? Basically, the fifth choice attacker. Yeah. Um, that was Liverpool. Someone came in for him, and, and it was like twenty-five plus million or whatever it is. I was not around off because I think now's the time to act because he could. Then you could end up seeing him leaving on a on a free whenever his contract's on. I think realistically, the time to act was when they won the Champions League. Yeah, but did anyone come in for him? A real good offer. <laughs> yeah, I think there was sides to be interested, but Liverpool didn't want to sell him. Mm. Well, I get the so feeling there I might think be. He would have got a good sum for him at that point because yeah. he would have left left with a left in a good position winning the league, Champions League with. He uh, could have left being well. Then he had the Premier League as well, didn't you? When we won the league, but obviously COVID, not many people left. Well, that's when. Uh, I think if we that's when it hit where we couldn't get rid of him then because nobody were willing to spend the money because yeah. of what was going on but but someone like Newcastle you know got the money well, plus Darren, we've uh, we've rinsed uh, Eddie R before haven't we for a few quid <laughs> Jordan you know, I've been got a lot of money this time so maybe they would be prepared to just whack a few million on top of this uh, well, well you know you can try can't you do swap for Saint Maximum, or is it? No, I won't want him. He just runs into he just runs into Blinds Alley. Yeah, bring him, bring him on against. I don't know. Save all our money. Five minutes. It's like this. Run. It's like this thing about Traore. He's just a guy who can run fast. That's it. He's not I, accurate. You know what? I hope we don't. I hope that's the play. Well, Liverpool are not interested in him. I wouldn't be interested in Max Maximilian, or as you say, Saint uh, Maximan, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. We're Newcastle, saving all that cash. He's on. the same. He's the same. He just does dribbles, does loads of step overs, scores a goal every now and again, and that's it. We're saving all our cash for Jude Bellingham, Rich. Anyway, so uh, and I won't worry. <laughs> we're all we're all going. We're getting him in the summer. Haaland. No, we won't get him. We're gonna get if we're gonna get anybody, it'll be Bellingham. I reckon out of them all. Yeah. So uh, the penalty mm. was a penalty, obviously. Yes. The only thing yeah. Mings did wrong the whole game, wasn't it, really? Yeah. He, he had salary on in his pocket and then he does Stella can yeah. still do that to you. All that's all it takes, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously after scoring that penalty, he's only missed one in two seasons now up to now. And that was uh in the Champions League he missed yeah. the penalty. Was it fourteen goals in the league and is it nine assists? He's got the most goals in the league and the most assists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 20, uh, 20 goals this season. Is it 20 or 21? Yeah. I thought it was 21. 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. And it's only December. It could be on to be his records. Get uh, postponed, as it might be looking that way, then he could actually break all the records. This yeah, season. that's rumours, isn't it, that it might not be happening? Yeah. Do you know what? It, it, 
the way the world is going at the moment with the pandemic and the, all these waves and the new variants, probably the more sensible thing to do. Well, the European, I think, is it the European Players Association's told the clubs not to release players for it or something? Well, it's the red red listed countries as well, isn't it? A lot of them are in um, Cameroon as well. It's uh, there's upheaval, isn't there? There as well. Mm. Is it like? Um, some kind of war, war like underlying thing going on, or something, yeah. a coup going on, or something. So it's yeah. not best country to hold. Uh, no. Spot, uh, well, this is where this variant came from, wasn't it? Southern Africa. So it's tough. I just can't see it going ahead myself. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm sure a lot of other teams do. Yeah. They postponed the Euros, though, didn't they? So why can't they postpone that? Well, they've already postponed the after the oh, Cup of Nations. They already postponed it from last... Because it was supposed to be last summer, wasn't it? And they postponed it to yeah. January. Well, I can't see it going ahead. I just can't see it, but... No, I think when you start to hear more and more reports, that's, that's the second time now that's come out. Mm. Then I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden... It's decided upon that they won't be doing it. Uh, room is in there. I think it'll be dangerous not only because of the COVID, but also because of well the, the unrest. Uprising. Yeah, the unrest and the yeah, upheaval. Uh, yeah, it's safety, isn't it, of fans and uh, travelling fans and um, players, isn't it? For any re- any for for medical and for you know other mm. reasons. Mm. I don't even know why they have it every other year. To be honest, I thought yeah, it's every two years, isn't it? Yeah. Instead of every four, like the World Cup should be every four for me. But then they try. I think it should be should be every uh, after the World Cup's been. It's played the next. Uh, you think they summer. should? Yeah, every summer in between the World Cups, or like do it yeah. like like twenty twenty three or something instead. Yeah. Instead of the same year as the World Cup, it seems daft. How often yeah. Euros? The Euros every two years. Every four. Euros every four years. Yeah, so Euros right, every yeah, four, and then two. and then the World Cup. Is the Cup of America every two? I think that is, isn't it? No, it's every. Is that every two? Maybe it is, yeah. I, I maybe, think that, right. maybe it's that type. Um, I know they were trying to get the World Cup, weren't they, to every two years, which would just be a farce. Yeah. There's enough blooming football as it is. We don't World Cup every two years. Well, I think what, that's compromise it, why, why don't you compromise it every three? <laughs> you know, why, why, why wouldn't they just scrap the European Championships and just have a World Cup every four years? Well, they could scrap all the tournaments and just have a World Cup. That's what I said. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what you meant, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much money, Rich. UEFA would, wouldn't wouldn't be happy. Yeah, UEFA would be kicking off because they wouldn't be pleased and probably the African nations people wouldn't be pleased either. There's yeah, money well, in it. You could have your African nations, you got your Cup for America and you got the World Cup. That's it. Oh. Yeah, but UEFA, Rich, UEFA would kick up a stink. Oh. And be like, oh, no. or the European, or the no, because the, the the leagues that feed the World Cup and all the qualifying, the the South American, the European, and the A- Asian and that Asia and that area, aren't they? Mm. And then Africa. So why don't they just use the qualifying as the the European Championships? Well, they have kind of a they have that Nations League, don't they, as well, which is another pointless tournament. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Why? Just have whoever's the finish the most points of each group do a mini yeah. tournament. Mini tournament and, and yeah. European knockouts. And then whoever wins that gets in, it wins the Euros and that's qualified for the World Cup as well. Yeah. There's too much football yeah, as it is. 
It's a good Can idea. Get rid of that Nations League. It's too much football, so it's not a bad idea. That. I, I quite like that. Yeah. Intriguing. You know, the World Cup, I thought the World Cup was the biggest football tournament anyway. Mm. Mm. It's supposed to be, yeah. So, you know, why why don't they just look to improve that and they have a summer of the World Cup every... Three years. Every three years, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then I don't know. that big thing to build up and you could you could have more teams in it, I suppose, instead of mm. um Yeah, instead of like making it so you've got a champ Euros African and Copa, but like you said, Rob, especially with the Copa America that's been around for a while. Yeah, time. it never happened. The 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 other governing bodies just won't let it happen. It's just money in it, that's all it is. It's why there's the Nations League for UF to get one money. Exactly. They don't get enough with the Champions League, like you know what I mean. Uh, but we could go on about that to a blue in the face. Look at the draw. So Chelsea, City, and Liverpool all win on penalties. Mm. Mm. Uh, tight weekend, exciting weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was exciting anyway because we won. Yeah. If we hadn't won, then I think we would have probably not been as excited. Um, obviously, Man City played the other night, won seven nil, wasn't it? Seven nil against Leeds. <laughs> 7-0 oh, man's that. Chelsea struggled to beat Leeds and then Leeds get demolished by Man City City are those, that kind of team though that can win 15 games in a row and you've just got to keep on the heels as best you can no, Chelsea, Liverpool cannot afford to draw or lose any games basically the way City no. are playing at the moment um, think, which puts pressure on every match for those two sides, pretty much. I guess Chelsea could be the ones that have a turn for the worst. Well, well they're just struggling, struggling defensively, I think. They're not as good defensively as they were. Lukaku just can't stay fit, doesn't seem to be able to score many they goals. Lost, they lost to the rivals West Ham, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Same as us. Same kind of thing. But Chelsea, they've got a good side, but yeah, they're starting to struggle defensively. They're losing plays to injury. Attack-wise, Lukaku's just not lit the world up on fire. Hasn't can't stay fit. Werner's okay. But they spent all that money out on these players and the best players is probably like Mason Mount and Kante. They struggle when Kante's not playing as well. He's been out and they've struggled Mount, without him. You know, Mason Mount's so, he's so underrated. He's, so, he's really top, top. Uh, English players. The goal he scored the weekend was very good. Mm. But you know what I mean? That's Chelsea, isn't it? The, I think, like Rich said, they may be on that term where they'll start to struggle a bit well, come the new year. It's that, I think one of their best wings is Callum Hudson Adoy. And he comes on for like five, ten minutes. Mm. Well, he's trying he's to a really good player. I to think it comes down to the formation that he's playing. He's. He's, he's sticking with it because he just doesn't feel that there's areas of his pitch that are strong enough to to play a different system. Well, Thiago Silva's uh, a, a good defender, but he's getting up there in age. Um, Christiansen's okay. Rudiger, I always thought was bang average, but he seems to be in a bit better this I like year. Him. To be honest, I've, I've always liked him. Reese James is a good player. I do like him. and they Obviously, they've lost Chilwell. He's out. They've had, they have got had a few injuries recently, but so have we. So yeah, but you know, when Chilwell goes out and you've got Alonso to replace him, yeah, but he's nowhere near as good going forward, is he? 
Alonso. No, but he, he gets goals more than Chilwell, doesn't Not he? Not really. Chilwell was scoring more goals before he got injured really? than Alonso. I think, he got yeah. about, I think he's got about three in the league. Well, it was him and James, wasn't it, scoring all the goals at one point? Yeah. The strikers yeah. weren't chipping in at all. Well, the Kepa hasn't scored. Well, he hasn't scored Best since the beginning of the season, has he? He might only have one. He's hardly scored any goals this season. He got six in six, didn't he, I think? Well, he's fell off a cliff. Yes. Maybe he was easy um, for him in Serie A, I don't know. Who knows? So we're basically looking at... We probably think that Man City and Liverpool are obviously going to be the two teams that are going to battle it out towards the end because of their experience of mm. being there before. Well, for me, it's a case of get Christmas out of the way, come to like January, on Feb, like end of January and see where everybody is at that point in time. And that's how you get a fair reflection of who's going to challenge for the title for me. But it's it's just those three are miles ahead of everybody else. Cause we're yeah, like, I, think, I don't think Chelsea will be too far behind. We look at the nearest team to us is West Ham. So the top three is West Ham and they're nine points behind the top three. Yeah. And uh, that just shows you how light years ahead the other three teams are. And it's a case of those teams not dropping many points, which they may well not do, the way they've been playing. Yeah, you know, with West Ham, they're not far behind. If they win tonight against Arsenal, that's currently nil-nil at half-time. Well, West Ham then, are, like, are like we used to be. They have some amazing games be, and then they'll lose. They'll be four points. Behind Chelsea in third. Right, okay. Yeah, but so West Ham are liable to have a... Behind. They scored 28 goals, conceded 19. Chelsea scored 38 and conceded 11. So, there's not there's not a massive difference, really. Yeah, no, but West Ham... Uh, oh, sorry, He's turned around, Moyes, hasn't he? He's, he's showed that, you know, he's still a good manager, I think. West Ham are still liable for that weird result, though, aren't they? Losing to a team you wouldn't think they'd lose to. Oh. And then the... I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to beat Arsenal tonight. Well, Arsenal are poor anyway. They're they're a poor side. They're okay, but they're not. The thing I like about Arsenal is he's got some really good young players in Saka, Smith Rowe, and, and a few others. But the experienced players are the ones who seem to let him down. Especially Aubameyang, isn't it? Aubameyang's gone completely yeah, out, well, of the, out of the radar and just gone, yeah, he's... Apparently it's something like his third unauthorised trip abroad this season or something like that right. but he's left the country he doesn't give a damn does he Britain. he just doesn't give a damn these days that's probably why he's had his caps since he's stripped and uh, yeah I think he'll be gone from the Arsenal in the summer but it wants him on that, that money well yeah I would be disappointed tonight I think oh, West Ham should be disappointed tonight if they lose to Arsenal um, the, the way they've been this season so far and Arsenal aren't particularly well they're okay but I don't think you see that if they play a good team they're very fragile well look at it against us no they shouldn't be losing away to Everton really should they yeah no definitely not well you look at when they played us they'd had a 10 game winning streak and we destroyed them we did yeah absolutely destroyed them and then they just like you say they lost to Everton well they said that well didn't they you know the the game against likes of us and um, you know the teams who've been who've been challenging for Europe or been challenging for the league title as soon as you play one of them they'll show where they are and it proved it didn't it when mm. they played us they were, even on the like, 10 game winning streak they were nowhere nowhere near us no and if it hadn't been for their goalie where they lost by even more than four he's, he's a brilliant signing I know Leno's injured but 
for me, bad selling. <laughs> no, bad well, I think you, you only need to look at the sides from, well, Manchester United as well, really, from fifth down to ninth. That well, Aston Villa as well, I suppose. Well, yeah, we'll take out Leicester then from Wolves from fifth to eighth. Apart from Manchester United, who are on plus two, the others are on minus one goal difference. So that just shows you how poor they are really in front of goal. And it's amazing that they're actually above some of these teams because Wolverhampton have only scored 13. Mm. They conceded 14 and yet they're in they're in eighth. And the sides underneath them that scored 27, 23, 24, 21... But they've conceded these sides have conceded like over twenty goals. <laughs> so they, you know, it's just amazing that the wolves are where they are. And they're winning tonight, by the way, just so you know. Oh, are they? Them. Oh, right. Yeah. Against uh, Brighton. Oh way as well. That's a good result. That'd be a good result for Wolves. Uh, he had a dodgy start, didn't he, the new manager, but he seems to be uh, grinding out some uh, some draws here and there. I know they lost the last. I think two. they're the same as what they were last season. Under new normal, yeah. really. The, they do okay, not, uh, but they don't score enough not, goals. Nah, they're no, they're no difference really. They just try to look for uh, the scapegoat of uh, Triori, who's not scored break. a goal all season. I don't think. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's he's a bit well, of a show pony, old uh, Triori. I think. Yeah. Good at that's, running and uh, stuff, but his finishing's not the best. So that's the top three main nailed on, really. I suppose now yeah. to fight off. Who's your uh, relegation candidates for this season? Oh, well, Norwich for one. That's that. They're they're in trouble. Newcastle, the way they're playing. I know they might sign players in January, but they're not a very good side, are they? No, at the moment. I think with Newcastle, is they've got some. They've got like one of. It's about three good players, I think, four good players, and the rest that need sorting out. But I think they're what they'll do is they'll just splash the cash big time in January. And I think. But who are they going to bring? Who are they going to go for? Yeah, that was my question. Who's out there that they can buy, and who's going to go? It'll be all your mercenary players, like uh, a Coutinho well, and a guys yeah, but, like that. Right, and I know. Well, what, right, if you go right back to when City got the money. They bought them types of players and they did enough to survive. And then they, then about six months a year later, they sold a lot of them players. The oh. problem is, the problem is, and though Newcastle can't spend millions and millions because of no. financial fair play, then they're not allowed. The maximum is a hundred, isn't it? Yeah. Million over a season. But think about how much they could improve that squad of hundred million. I think they could improve it a lot with hundred million to get them better than what they are. They have to. They have to also make in a. They have to also make some income as well. Though that's the thing. They've got to be able to sell players to make a profit. I think. I think they'll just. And who's going to be? Who wants to buy Newcastle players? No offense to Newcastle Mm. players, but there's a couple. I think Callum Wilson, but you want to keep Callum Wilson. I think the ones that you want to keep, the ones you probably could sell. Well, yeah, the ones who you want to get rid of, you ain't going to get much for them, and they're all like championship (laughs) players, aren't they? Really. Yeah. For me, like Shelby, I think he's still a good player when he's being managed right. He's proven that with his goals and, and his ability. No, he's Shelby's not good enough to play in the Premier League. He's bang average now, Rich. No, I think he is, but he's not. He's just above that drop zone for me. He's bang average but, now. He hasn't done nothing for years. Will Akubi side, who did well from last year, he kept him up. He's a good player. Callum Wilson's a good player. He's fit. 
Um, and then the centre back is it the guy you got from Forest? Was it the biggest Vell, Isn't it? Lascelles. Lascelles. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's not a great centre half. I don't I think, think he's okay, but the only player they've got, I think, is worth anything that they could get any value out of is uh, Calvin Wilson. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. <laughs> Rob's allergic to yeah. apart from that. Joe you know, Linton's Max, useless. Maxi Max Min, or how you say his name, but I don't know who'd be interested in getting him, really, to be honest. Hopefully we're not jinxing us for tomorrow when we play him, and they play a worldie <laughs> or something. I do feel, though, if, if we do go down, I think he's the right man to rebuild that club and bring him back up pretty quick in the Championship. Is he that good, though? Is he that good he a brought, manager? Yeah, but he knows the lower leagues, doesn't he? He brought Bournemouth from the bottom right to the Premier League, didn't he? Newcastle's completely different to Bournemouth. Yeah, it is. A light year's different. Oh, no. Difference. That, that club, that squad, you know, is just a mess. It's isn't perfect it? for the Championship. It's a it mess. is at the moment, yeah. No, because I don't think it is. I think some of them players are not good enough for the Championship. <laughs> it could be right there. <laughs> I, like, I, like, like I say, I Ryan just thought. Fraser is there. I didn't even know he was still at Newcastle. That's the thing, though. They signed him from Bournemouth when he actually had two really good seasons at Bournemouth. Arsenal were interested in him. And then he was a free transfer, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, he was. But he's yeah. got right. Newcastle and he's like, he's a shadow of the player he used to be. That maybe there's the malaise they've got as a team and stuff they have had for a while. The um, pressure, though, isn't it? They've no, got yeah. so much pressure, uh, and then fans are so passionate, aren't they? We well, forget last season, though, they got a point at Anfield. They drew 1 0, if you remember. Was it last? Did they draw with us 1 0 last season at Anfield? Or did we lose? How many games have they been in charge? How? Three or four, innit? <laughs> Not very many, is it? No, three or four or something. If, like it's, three, if it's three games, you've got four points from three, game, from three games. No, that's, so that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, they got demolished by the Leicester. They got demolished by Leicester at the weekend, which yeah, didn't say did. much considering that, that how how poor Leicester have been as well. Yeah, I think that's well, it. Is the bottom three is Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich? Are we reckoning those three might be the three that go down? Won't surprise me. Won't surprise me. But then, uh, then Southampton are free falling as well. So yeah. You know, Southampton are actually winning at the moment. Oh, are they? Oh, right. There you go. Against uh, Crystal Palace at Salisbury, which is a surprise. So, I think it will be Burn- oh, 2 now. Oh, I think right. it'll be oh, see it's hard because I do like Watford. I think it'll be Watford. Watford New uh, Watford Burnley Norwich. I don't think Newcastle will stay up. No, I think it's gonna be New I think it's gonna be Norwich. Norwich, Newcastle and um Watford have lost Watford have lost Five after the last six games. It wouldn't surprise me if Watford went down because I could see still see Burnley staying up somehow because they always seem to. He scored Watford has scored twenty one goals this season. Okay, they've conceded thirty one. The scoring goals, yeah, but the scoring goals, Anthony. The bottom three, Burnley have only scored fourteen. Yeah, they can't score for season twenty one. Which twenty one is not that bad compared to the other two because Newcastle have only scored seventeen and conceded thirty four. The thing with yeah. the thing with Norwich, eight goals and they conceded thirty-four. Mm. So those two teams, you need goal scorers, and neither Norwich, of those teams have got them. The thing Norwich, can't be on the Burnley is they haven't lost. They've, they've lost. They haven't lost that many games compared to other
they've only lost six. Everton have lost more games than them. Well, Burnley so. are like a dour side. Who get a lot of draws because they just defend for the lives, but it, up but front. They would just invest in a centre forward, top, top centre forward. They'll do all right. Yeah, but they can't afford a top centre forward. And who's out there? They could sign Origi, I suppose, but who's out That's there? He'll bang them goals in. There's not many out there, is there? Spend 40 million on a centre forward. Burnley ain't going to spend 40 million on a centre forward, Ant. They'll get relegated because that's what they're missing. They've got they've got a good core defensively. I Newcastle think. have only lost two more games than Burnley this season. Yeah, but when you look at Watford, who lost 11. Leeds, who've lost 7. Everton lost 8. Brentford have lost just as many games. Brentford could have a free fall, you never know. There's always that one team that starts well and then collapses. Well, I think Arsenal have lost the same amount of games as Burnley. Yeah, I always think though that if your goals for ratio is is not is all right, even though you're conceding goals, yeah, that still got more of a possibility to keep you out of trouble. That's because... the one. Thing, that's the one thing we Watford that you say. Yeah, you could save them. They've, they've got that Dennis, haven't they? And they've got you know they've even scored more. They scored more goals than Leeds, Southampton. Uh, That's and they've got one more than Everton, and they scored more than Brighton, who are up in thirteenth. So well, Leeds don't. You know, Leeds don't seem to score many goals either, apart from yeah. Bamford. They haven't scored many the goals. The worst Leeds. thing that Southampton did was let Danny Ings go to Villa. That's just one of those things. They had, they probably had to sell him. Is what it is, mm. and he weren't going to stay around Southampton forever. Wasn't he a Southampton? Wasn't he a Southampton fan when he was younger? Yeah, he was from there, but. If you've got ambition, you want to go to a bigger club, don't you? And sadly for Southampton... Well, I don't believe he wanted to leave. He was really happy when Southampton signed him. I think he just no, got... I think, I think there was rumours that Man City wanted him and they were interested in it. I think he was thinking that it'd be better for him to move to a team that is trying to get themselves higher up. And he couldn't he deserves, it down well, but really. He deserves to be in a better team or squad, definitely. He's a good player. Yeah, so that was the... That was the football, I suppose. Um, Do we want to talk about the Champions League draw and the fast that was? At all? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit weird. Uh, that's what happens when you try to rush him, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. We're not too I'll sad about... Such a, such a big federation or organisation not have decent backup in place. Oh, man. We can talk about that too, blue in the face, but... Do we think what do we think Inter Milan instead of Salzburg? How how can we finishing one of the best records in the group stage ever in European competition get the best team in Italy? Yeah, but we beat the best, team. the best team. In Italy. We beat the best team in Italy with our B the team, Rich, last week. They are top of the league now. Inter. AC Milan. Yeah, they were top. Yeah, but they were top of the league last year. Inter won the league no, last year. they're currently now the best team in Italy. They were. I think Inter's back top now. Inter's gone top oh, again. Inter's back top again now. Yeah, yeah. Because before that match, I'll, they were top. We should be getting a Salzburg, a Salzburg or a Sporting Lisbon or something. We shouldn't be getting. I'm not bothered. Inter Milan, we should be them, really. When you oh, think about not. it. I think the only team we've got to really worry about in that competition is... Well, you think, though... Well, Bayern Munich, Rich. Bayern Munich lost, didn't lose it, won all their games like us. Okay. And so did Ajax as well, weirdly enough. There was three yeah, teams that won all the games in the group, won it? Haller saying he's the best player in the world and all that stuff. And he has been very good in Europe this season, but... 
It's the Dutch league. It's a bit of a difference to the Premier League. Mm. Come, yeah. let him play against Virgil van Dijk again and see how good he is. <laughs> I still, like Anthony said, I still think the two strongest teams, or the three strongest teams in the Champions League are all from England. Yeah. City, City, Chelsea and us. Yeah. And Bayern Munich, probably, because Bayern Munich are always good. But then... Throw yeah. Bayern Munich in there, but not because of... I watched them against Dortmund and they struggled mm. in the league. But obviously it's a league game. It's a little different. But I just feel that the three English teams are too strong for the rest of the... Well, they're head and shoulders above everybody else, aren't they, really? When you think about it. Mm. Even yeah. in Europe. I think um, and City and, and the three English teams in it were seasoned in that competition now. And apart from City not winning it, they've been very close. Well, we've won it recently. Yeah. Chelsea won it last year. City got to the final, so... You can't really see past many of them. See outside, really. Can you? And the, the part of Real Madrid was a good draw, though. PSG Real Madrid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bet Real Madrid were peeled. They had a, they had somebody else and then they got PSG, didn't they? Yeah, well, they, Perez tried to make it. It's like you can do the draw again, but start from Start from after, after, after hours, yeah, because that's when it happened, wasn't so it? So you can keep our game. But we yeah, like, we're yeah, all right with ours. <laughs> That's just how cowboyish football is, I suppose. Yeah. With all this stuff about, you know, they got rid of these corrupt officials in it, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, with, with you know, who'd been banned and all that stuff all over the years. But are Juventus in trouble again now in Italy? Yeah. With the same thing? Yeah. They're in trouble again. They could lose a lot of their big players. And uh, we sh- if that happens, we should get Chiesa every day of the week if we can sign him. I'd have him. Yeah. I'd have him at Liverpool. He'd be good. As but long as I don't want any Italians to crap. Well, as long as everything's documented, every little detail is documented correctly <laughs> and audited. You can't trust yeah, any Italian right, sides, especially yeah. Juventus. They've they've got previous for uh, doing it. So they'll probably get points deductions as well, won't they? Good well, they'll probably get relegated. They probably yeah, happened yeah, like they did last time. Mm. It's just big thing. Mm, Italian football is dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. Anyway, I think we yeah. should stop talking about it because it's like <laughs> <laughs> swimming with the fishes. Steph Curry taking over from Ray Allen. I was going to say that. Yeah. Point, man. Yeah. yeah, it was going to happen sooner or later. We just didn't know when it was going to be, but it happened last yeah. night. Yeah, so it that, did. Yeah. It won the best arenas in 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 NBA. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was great. How you had probably Reggie Miller was probably commentating on it. Uh, Ray Allen, Ray Allen was there as well. Oh yeah, and I think um, the 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 scary thing is this guy's not finished. Mm. Ray Allen kind of did it in his last. I think it was probably his last season. I think uh, and Reggie Miller, you know, obviously set the bar high, didn't he? And and, and Curry's got plenty of years left in him. Mm. He's gonna yeah. set even higher, and that's the scary thing because these guys are the are the best shooters ever. Yeah. yeah. True. Like I said a few weeks ago, I don't know if I said it with on on the um, Clutch Time podcast, but I think he's the best shooter the NBA has ever ever seen, which is good because he's, he's active, isn't he? Yeah, seeing you big 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 call there, Ant. But you must, see, did you're not you wrong. see this, the shot he did for yeah. the stamp? Yeah, I saw that. I was pretty did mad. You see that, that yeah. yeah, yeah. That was unreal. That is like, oh my god! I've seen him do it from you know. Front row, the, the line. Yeah. Well, uh, when it 
it shows on the NBA uh, app, uh, like a little short video with him about when he was a kid and he was yeah. on the on the court and when his dad was playing and yeah. he'd join in practice at the end and you see him shooting the ball from distance when he was just a little kid. Yeah. yeah. So and I, was, that, I know I, I used to shoot from distance and I, I struggle now. Solid. It's really hard. It is. But he was doing this when he was like nine. <laughs> Don't think it'd be good to see what is what the percentages like we like Stockton Miller, um, Allen, Curry, what the percentages for shots made. Mm. And I think that kind of would declare for me, like, if... Well, this yeah. season is actually, it, like, season to season, his percentage for his shooting rate is actually lower this season. Yeah. Than it was but, year. yeah, his points is crazy. Mad. No, I mean, his three-point percentage. Yeah, well, he's, a, he's averaging less, actually, now this season than what he was last year. Uh, and... Just his points average as well from game to game is lower because he was hitting 32 last year. Mm-hmm. That was his average. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Well, they all, they all are. Definitely. Yeah, so uh, obviously the Bulls haven't, won't be playing for two games. Well, the one's already been postponed and then the mm-hmm. other one, I think, is is it tomorrow night they were meant to be playing? I think, it's, I think the possible return is Sunday. Against the Lakers, I believe. Got yeah, that, that is the game they're going to play. Yeah, they're going to play. They've got to postpone two matches because of uh, nine players being out in isolation and also members of staff yeah. testing positive. Right. It's a bit, a bit like the football, isn't it, at the moment? Where, like, well, yeah, a few games are dropping like flies, aren't they? Yeah. No, it, I think... Um, I think the balls kind of had it a bit easier, really, because I was expecting us to get a case sooner earlier in the season but all of a sudden it's just hit us it's just wiped us out mm. <laughs> I think it happened at a good time don't you think so because they weren't they yeah they were struggling a bit because of injuries and other things games, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. against Cleveland again um, yeah they, they were struggling a bit but they had DeRozan out didn't they yeah um, uh, and you know obviously Patrick Williams has been out for a while Pooch was out for a bit, wasn't it? Caruso was out for a bit as well. Caruso was a hamstring and a calf injury. Mm. He came back and he wasn't really fit to play. Last match they lost. Alize the centre, the backup centre, guy with the dreads, the short dreads. He's been out as well. Yeah. So they had loads out. Zach Levine was the one of the latest ones to put him put into isolation as well. Uh, Kobe White was another one. Uh, Javante Green. He's been out for a while, Green, hasn't he? Bradley. Uh, yes. Jones Jr. was another one as well. They, they had to bring in two players on a 10 day. Yeah, contract. I saw that, yeah. And yeah. one of those, I think, went it's into isolation as well. Yeah. Was started. that Dinwiddie, was it, or whatever his name is? I think it was, yeah. 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 So they were really unlucky, but this can happen, like you say. It. It won't be the only team that suffered mm. suffers. Mm. Uh, Coming waves, Bulls will have it again last year in the season. It's gonna happen again at yeah. some point. Yeah, sadly. But you're right, Rich. I think it's been a good little, good. It's timed itself, right? Yeah, we had two bad games again, but we had two bad games about a month ago, and then all of a sudden we went on a massive winning streak. Yeah, but so, I think it helps when you when you don't lose two players who are averaging eighty points a game. Mm. Yeah. Play it together. Massive. Yeah. 
you know, Massive. so they're in, they're in a situation where, you know, when especially when DeRozan was out, because uh, obviously him being one of the crucial shooters that is consistent, you know, there was going to happen where they were going to struggle, I think. Mm. But they're still in a good position. Second still, I think. Second or the, third in the yeah. conference. Yeah. Third now. Yeah. Oh no! Second or third? Lost, didn't they? I think yeah. they're second. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they're second. Yeah. Still second. Bucks overtook us for one night, and then they lost again, and they dropped below us. Yeah. yeah. So that was it, guys. Anything else before we go? I will just say, say congratulations to Verstappen on winning the world title in the Formula One. That was a very uh, controversial last race. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting, but congratulations to Verstappen on his first world title. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, he's, first, he's a talented racer, isn't he? Mm. But it has not really got down well, has it, with the, how it was? No, it's uh, very controversial, we'll put it that way. We'll put it that way. I want to say um, Connor Ben's uh, knockout win was very impressive. Nigel Ben's son. Mm. You know, he's, he's I, I would say he's going to be probably one of the next um, British world champions mm. in Twenster. You ready here first? Alright guys, <laughs> that is it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening to everybody out there. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Green Oven Boys Podcast. Uh, thanks Rob. No worries, thanks, thanks Rich. Thank you. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace. <laughs> Peace.